Have you considered going with a vanity publisher? Well, you're gonna to wanna to stick around because I'm gonna tell you what the red flags are and the things you need to look out for if you've decided you wanna go in this direction. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So today we're gonna to be looking really close at Vanity Press, what it is and how to avoid publishing scams. So let us get straight into it. What is Vanity Publishing? Well, Vanity Publishing, it's a self-publishing model where what happens is the author, you as the author, you'll pay for a publishing company to produce almost every aspect of the book. So you're gonna come with the book and they're gonna come with a number of services like editing and covers and the book blurb, reading the book through, all of the different aspects of self-publishing, but they're taking all of those things on themselves. So, but you still have control over the content of the book, the design, and including some of the marketing as well. You're gonna have a decent amount of control over some of those aspects of it. One of the challenges though, of course, is that it can be so costly. It can be very expensive to go this particular route, but then again, they are taking a lot of the burden. And this is a great way to substitute for author, substitute the time and energy it would take maybe to learn some of the self-publishing skills that I teach, and instead to replace that with someone who can just do it all for you, sort of a one and done. But there's a couple of things we're gonna wanna look at because in reality, there are three different models that are a, play a key role in all of this. And that's one of the things we're gonna be looking at, which is hybrid publishing versus vanity publishing versus self-publishing. Now, I know it can get very confusing with a lot of the different models that are out there on the market. And that's why we wanna just break it down. So hybrid publishing. Hybrid publishing is sort of a combination of the two other types of publishing. Within hybrid publishing, it has some of the aspects of that we do find within vanity publishing where you're going to have uh, a lot of the services that are provided. They're gonna have editing and these sorts of things that are already there. So you aren't gonna have to find your own editor and your own cover designer. Some of these things, they'll be there, but you're gonna have more flexibility upon which one you choose and how it's gonna exactly play out. And you're gonna be able to take some of the jobs and the portions of that yourself and do, do some of the work yourself. So it's not just handing it over to somebody, it's completely done. In addition, this is kind of an interesting model because sometimes you can do a split in terms of the royalties so that you'll get a portion and they will also get a portion. They would generally only do this if they knew your book was going to sell. And so, but that also is definitely a possibility there. And you're gonna to wanna to choose this model if you do wish to give some input, you wanna have a little greater control, but at the same time, there's still so many of these tasks you don't wanna do yourself, including finding freelancers to do the editing and all of the other aspects of the process. And so, and if you really don't wanna to have to do too much of that sort of work of finding that, well, this is a perhaps a perfect option for you, but you definitely want to make sure that it's a reputable hybrid publisher. The next one is vanity publishing. Like we were already discussing in this particular model, there are a number of things you're gonna to wanna to keep an eye out for. And that would be some of, the, some of the issues that can in fact show up, like including the quality problems that can be there on the final copy, depending upon who you choose to do this exact model. And a couple of things I wanted to say, when it comes to vanity publishing, it's that when you're putting your book out there uh, for, for this, is that there's an awful lot of upsells that is usually done, okay? So that's the first thing you're gonna notice is that initially it sounds almost like an actual publisher house, publishing house because they'll say, we'll see your book and then we'll let you know if you've been selected. The problem is, is like everybody gets selected. They may even reject and say, you need to change a few things. And then after you've done that work, then you'll come back and they'll say, oh wow, your book has been selected. So you have that 
feeling and sensation of an actual traditional publishing deal. So it has that from the start, but, the, but that then takes a quick turn when we get to the point where they say, and we want money in order to do this, as opposed to paying you money to write your book. They want the money to do all of that, but they tell you that you're gonna make your money back and all of this sort of stuff, and we're gonna get that in a little bit, but the, this price that's associated with it can be a serious challenge when you're coming down the vanity publishing route. And finally comes my favorite, which I like to do very easy, <laughs> it is self-publishing. And with self-publishing, you have complete control over every single aspect of your book, which of course is also the downside, is that well, if your book looks terrible, it's because you've chosen things that would cause it to look terrible. But if you want it to look better, you can just fix them. You don't have to get anybody's permission for anything that you're doing. This is a low cost option on the one side, but then again, it's going to take a lot of hours. It's gonna take hours and you're gonna be spending time and getting better with this. Now I have some clients who sometimes ask me and said, okay, so I got my first book. Now when am I gonna start making thousands of dollars a month? And the answer is, well, you, you're gonna to need to put more than one book out and then you're gonna build an audience. And we're gonna do all the marketing and stuff. We're gonna show you exactly like I do in my one-on-one -on -one program as well as my group coaching program, where we're gonna go through and break down these steps and keep it really simple so that you're able to go through it at your pace. And one of the things, I recently heard also with on the self-publishing side is it can be frustrating because some of the technology involved and that's one of the reasons with my clients I make it very clear that even if you don't even really know how to use anything with computers I'm going to be able to show you step by step how to do it click by click we're going to get through the process when it comes to self-publishing and that's one of the reasons I really recommend self-publishing because it's not necessarily the easiest route it is a cheapest route but it's not the easiest route but in the long run, you're gonna keep on coming back to your books over and over again. And so you want to make sure that you're getting the books published correctly, and then you're going back and you're optimizing the books as opposed to having to pay some hybrid or vanity publisher every time you wanna make a change, you can just make the changes yourself, which is a really fantastic one. But why do people fall for vanity publishing scams? Now there's a number of reasons. The first one is a lack of knowledge. Many aspiring authors, they get involved down, going down the, the rabbit hole here, and as they're, as they're doing it on the vanity publishing side, they just see the, the glittering and they see all of the positive reviews on the page and they just don't have the knowledge to understand that they are not necessarily, by the way, getting scammed. Sometimes I've talked with people and they said, this, this vanity publisher, they scammed me. And I'd say, oh, what law did they break? And they'd say, well, they told me this would be easier. They told me this would, I would get my book out or they would do this or this. And I said, well, is there any law that they broke? They're like, no, but they sort of misled me and they pressured me. And the reality is, is that is one of the common things. But if you have the knowledge, you're gonna be able to avoid a lot of the pressure that they're trying to apply to you on you in order to get you to buy their services. They're overpriced services for the mo for many of them, okay? The second, uh, the second aspect of this, it's the desire for validation. So many authors just want somebody to tell them your book is great, it's amazing, you're a real author. And as a result, they fall for these scams where they come in and tell you, look, you're gonna be a real author if you come with us as opposed to, of course, if you do it with self-publishing, you're still a real author. You don't need somebody else to tell you. If you're making sales on your book, 
my opinion is your real author. I had a, one of my family members said, I needed to sell a thousand books before you're a real author. Now that's not actually a true statement, but when I hit a thousand, I didn't, I just didn't really feel like a true author. I mean, it's hard to say, you know, but once you hit like 40, 45,000, we hit 50,000 sales, then you're just like, am I a true author now? You know, it's a, it's a kind of an interesting question on that. And so, uh, but I, it's it's not really a good question we should be asking anyways. We're an author the second we're a published author the second that month that our books are published on on the market. So we don't need necessarily this service to do it. But it could theoretically motivate us and that's an aspect of the vanity publishing that sometimes is underplayed. So fear of rejection. Some authors they don't want to approach the traditional publishing houses because they're so scared of giving their baby your manuscript to these these houses where they maybe don't even read your book and then just reject it, right? And they themselves don't even know which books are going to succeed or which are going to fail. Random House, right? The random side of Random House exactly gets into this particular point. The idea, it seems a little bit random of sometimes which books are winners and losers. Now, I have a whole series of secrets that I show my clients, of course, on how to figure out the power ratio when it comes to your books and figuring out what exactly that book should look, should feel like, how do you know which your which books are your competition to help you figure out what exactly your ideal readers are buying or are there even readers these are the sorts of things i like to look through with my clients and sometimes one of the problems is is that people can make a decision to go with a vanity publisher having this expectation that you're going to be selling a million books and then the book hits the market and you really don't do that then the final one and this is the one i really don't like on this front it's the emotional manipulation look if somebody wants to go, like for example, I offer services, but I don't pressure people. It's when you're ready services. In other words, if you're at a certain point and you're getting stuck, when you're ready, here are the services I offer. Maybe they'll be useful. If you resonate with me, if you do not resonate and you're listening to my podcast, my videos, you're reading my blogs, you're going through these things and you're finding you don't resonate, then I would not suggest you buy anything from me because you're not going to like any of my courses, coaching, and these sorts of services that I offer. However, if you do resonate, Find, or at least find somebody who you do resonate with. Somebody, when you listen to them, they just make a lot of sense, as opposed to emotional manipulation, where the people are just pushing, 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 you know, like asking you, okay, you should buy now, you should definitely, you know, this sort of a thing, as opposed to giving a lot of value. And that's one of the reasons why I give a huge amount of value, and I also ask people to buy. I do do call to action, and that's something that some people are annoyed. They're like, how dare somebody ask me to buy something? And I'm like, look, all the commercials you watch every single day are doing that. And in reality, at the end of the day, it's a business, right? everybody's in a business I just don't think it's a good idea to use emotional manipulation to get somebody to buy when somebody's ready to buy and they connect with you and they feel that you give value at that point you're ready to buy there's no need for emotional manipulation because usually the way you know you've been manipulated it's that after you've purchased and gone through the process you feel like dirty you feel like well this wasn't what I was expecting this is not turning out at all like I was hoping for and that and that that dirty feeling you have means is showing you that somebody just manipulated you and that is a bit of a problem and I know exactly how that feels but I can say at the same time sometimes you buy something it does deliver the value that you th were thinking it was going to it just didn't work for you and, and sometimes I do have clients like that too you know where they'll go through the program and they'll think well, maybe I'm, I'm, I was expecting to get infinite sales sort of a thing, or, or, or I was thinking it would be even easier. And I, and I always say right from the start that no, this is a process. You're going to be putting out multiple books. We choose them in profitable niches. And then over time, we're going to start to see ourselves building an audience and getting those sales in. But that is not a guarantee that you put your first book out, even if it is in a good market, that you're going to be getting massive sales. But there's no need to emotionally manipulate people in order to get them to purchase your particular thing. So... 
publishing company red flags to avoid. This is a really important list that I'm gonna hit now. So one of them is they want money and, and royalties. Now, what exactly do we mean by that? Well, what we mean is that this publishing company they're, they're a little bit greedy here, and so what they're doing is they're making sure that they don't just get the money in advance, this, this vanity publishing company, right? But they also want to get the royalties too. And even worse, if it's all under their profile, that you're dependent upon them to tell you what the royalties are. So they can decide what amount of the royalties are costs on their end where they don't want to deliver those over to you. And that can be incredibly frustrating for so many authors. The second one is, their book examples are limited. They don't really have a lot of examples of what their books look like because in reality, they may not have done that many or they may not look very good. And so that causes us to think, well, maybe this isn't a good match for me. The third one is reading fees, where they're gonna charge you just to read your book. I mean, even the major traditional public houses will read through your book and then decide and evaluate whether or not they're gonna be willing to publish your book or not. But the idea of having to charge you for each time they're gonna read through the thing, that's ridiculous. Now, editing, of course, makes sense, but just like reading, what, what is that even supposed to mean they're gonna charge for that? The next one is big promises. This one's a huge red flag. I can tell you for my own services, I do not promise you you're gonna be making a million sales, even though I know some. You know who you are. You think you're gonna get your very first book out there, and since the book's quality is so good, clearly it's gonna be a New York Times bestseller. I can tell you I've never seen that happen, not a single time. I can say my most successful book was making $1,000 a month after immediate release. So, and I think even in the last week I've had, let's see, what was a, a book that hit the market in a single day was pulling in, um, what was it pulling in? It was pulling in $50 a day. This was a, a new book. So that was a, that was kind of impressive. I was playing with Ingram Spark, and that's one of the reasons why I, I have a whole pile of secrets and, and the main strategies that, that I do with my clients on a regular basis, where we go through these sorts of things. But you know, what do you what does it take to get a book out that's going to do that? Well, I'm going to tell you one thing: you need to make sure it's in a profitable niche that you're targeting the right keywords and you got the right cover on that book. If you don't, you're going to simply lose every 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 time. Okay. So the next one is, uh, and so big promises. If they're making big promises, we're going to ignore that. Okay. We're, we're, this is not a company we wanna go with because how would they know how your book is going to do? In fact, for them, for even major traditional publishing houses, they have no idea how books are going to do. They're just making a guess. And for me, I think we optimize the book, we see how it does, we learn from it, and we put out another book. And if you're thinking, I only wanna put out one book and then I wanna live for the rest of my life off that one book, then I would tell you, you're playing the wrong game. But then again, there is no game you can jump to. What are you gonna do, jump to cryptocurrency or drop shipping or something else? No, all of these things have huge risks. And ask any of them, do they have big promises where they can tell you, oh, it'll only be two months, you'll be making six figures a month or something. That's craziness, it's complete nonsense. So do you need to stay away from companies that are actually promising you how many sales you're going to be making, right? The next one is they say, you'll make your money on book sales, right? So the idea, and that's kind of coming back to the promises one again, it's the idea that, look, we may seem expensive because we're charging you one, two, five, ten thousand $10,000 for this process, but don't worry, you're gonna make the money back in book sales. And I can tell you, I've never had a client who ever had that work within a vanity publishing house or a publishing house for that. Well, a publishing house, they didn't have to pay anything, but vanity publishing, uh, I've never seen them make the money back, okay? And one of the ways you would know this, it's if you're in contact with other people who've gone with the same vanity publisher. Now, how do you, and there's, there's a key question you'd ask them. Have they published more than one book? In self-publishing and in publishing in general, it is impossible to win this game with a single book. Now, 
there's some examples where somebody published one book, I think To Kill a Mockingbird was one of them, right? Published a single book, and then that single book went on to be a bestseller, right? By itself, without having to put multiple books on the market, all right? However, multiple books is, in fact, the way that you're going to make your money in the long run. So if they tell you you're going to put this single book out and you're going to make a lot of money off of it, that's a complete lie for the most part, okay? You're not going to get your money back on your very first book, and especially not if you spent thousands of dollars. That's the reason why I like self-publishing. We can keep the cost really low. We do it ourselves. We can control exactly the quality of that book. And then when we put it out on the market, it's put out at such a low rate, we really don't want to sell that many copies to get our money back. And that is such a really powerful thing when it comes to getting your book selling. So the next item we're going to look at, it's the ownership is unclear. And that's another one of those red flags we're going to keep an eye on. Who owns the book? I can tell you I've had a couple of clients where somebody else published the book and they did it under their own. Kindle Direct Publishing, their own KDP account on Amazon. It was impossible for them to be able to see how many sales they're getting. And once they've already got their money out of you, the only time they want to hear from you is when you're complaining about the number of sales so they can sell you their marketing and social media marketing packages, which often tend to be, tend to be huge scams. So what are the pros then of vanity publishing? Well, there's a couple of things. You have creative control. You're still able to control the content of the book. On when you're dealing with with uh, with creative uh, on the creative side of things, okay? So whether a lot of these things like the cover and some of these things, they're not just telling you it has to be this. Like traditional publishing can often do that unless you're a big time author. They decide all of the decisions. The other thing is faster publication. Maybe you don't have too much time or too much motivation. You just want to get this project done as fast as humanly possible, and that can be a definite way to do it. Next one is greater profits. Now, I don't actually personally fully agree with this particular concept of greater profits, but I do if you're not doing the research and understanding the power ratio, okay, and your covers are off, well then, yes, I definitely think they're going to be a lot better at these vanity publishing houses to get your book optimized to sell than if you try to do it yourself. And the final thing is more access. Some of them have a really good network, so they're able to really get your book on expanded distribution. Then again, you could just do it yourself. But of course, there's a learning curve on all of this. And if you aren't technically minded and you have the cash, then vanity publishing may in fact be right for you. But what about the cons of vanity publishing? Because there are definitely some cons that we want to take, we want to keep track of here. The first thing is the high cost. It's they're going to charge you a fee, thousands, thousands of dollars to get started with them, and then they're going to continue to try to upsell you on better premium services across the board. And when you get to the end, it's no end to the amount of charges that you will face when it comes to your ads and things like that. And so so the cost can be exorbitantly high. The next one is limited distribution marketing. Some of them are better than others. That's why you should definitely do your homework. And I tell you, do not go with a vanity publisher unless you've personally spoken with one of their clients who has done more than one book with them. If they've done two books, that is enough information to know this, this vanity publisher is probably okay. But if they're in the middle of it, and I can tell you, I've met many prospects and clients who are in the middle with, a, with one of the vanity publishers, and they were still very happy with the process. Because that's the whole point of these companies is to keep you happy until the book hits the market. And at that point, it doesn't sell, so then they sell you on marketing. As opposed to saying, look, you need to write more books and, and learning this process as you go. Okay? 
but the cost can be really, really high. The next one is limited distribution. I already hit limited distribution. The next one is poor quality. Believe it or not, even though they charge so much, some of them are just outsourcing everything. And so the quality levels can be really suboptimal. So I would definitely not recommend if you check, that would, that's another reason why you wanna check with people who've already been through there at least twice and you're gonna find it to be incredibly difficult to find these people. You would think there would be a Facebook form or someplace that these authors could go because they're all so excited going with the same vanity publisher, but for some reason, these groups don't seem to exist from anything I've seen. And the final one there on the cons is the reputation risk. Some of these companies are right out doing illegal practices and you're getting your book connected with the practices that they're doing when they're marketing your book and that will also reflect poorly on you when somebody goes in and opens up that copyright page and sees sort of the name of the publishing house and it's one of these scammer publishing houses that can also reflect negatively on you so you're definitely not going to want to do that. So in conclusion, you can see that there's a lot of things to keep in mind when it comes to vanity publishing. It's not necessarily all that bad. I think it's better to go with one of them if it means getting your book on the market if you feel you don't have what it takes. But I can tell you I've worked with people in their in their 80s going through step by step, click by click the process of self-publishing and they never ever looked back and thought, well, that was a bad idea. In fact, 100% of them were very, very happy with the results that they got out of it, okay? But if you don't feel the energy is there to do that, then I would highly recommend going with a vanity publishing house, find one where you have multiple people who can vouch for them and then place your order with them and let me know exactly how it went. But my question for you today is, which vanity publisher have you considered going with? Have you considered one of the big ones? If you have, let me know with a yes below in the comments. And if you've not, write no below in the comments because I need to know exactly where you're coming from and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.